My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yay, yes, we are here for you. I have my daughter in the house today. No Shelly Krause in the house, but my daughter's at the controls, Miss Georgia Grace. Yes, she goes everywhere with me in the summer. So I'm super blessed to have her. Hey, welcome to Channel Mom uh, and my friend Jorge at the controls. So glad to have him. He's always reliable. Um, I want you to know that today's show is one that can truly be a blessing to a lot of parents out there who may feel alone or misunderstood or exhausted or struggling in single parenthood. And whether you've been widowed or divorced or just find yourself in a single parenting situation, we, we bring on our single mom blogger once a month. Actually, she comes on for two days to help parents... Uh, get some encouragement in their single parenting. And she always has a lot of great advice, some of which she draws from the blogs that she posts at her blog in Hot Pursuit of God. And she's at in hotpursuitofgod.blogspot.com. Erin Sherba is a big blessing. She's done all kinds of uh, wonderful segments for us. Uh, one of her most recent ones was interviewing a single guy about how he views dating single moms. It was just fascinating and eye-opening and actually just eye-opening for any woman, how men view women even in married settings. And so she, she does great stuff. Coming up today, we're going to have tips for you uh, from Erin. I asked her to pick her two or three top tips for single parenting situations. She's also in transition, so she's going to try to draw in what transition does to the parenting situation. So we're going to talk about all that with Erin today on Channel Mom. So grateful to have her on board. And uh, we will also potentially be taking questions today. So get ready to call 303-477-2473. I'm just going to spring this on Aaron, but uh, call in with your single parenting questions. If nothing else, she can just provide encouragement, even if she feels like she doesn't have the answer. A couple of quick things. I, I wanted to mention... A thank you. I, I almost never do this. In three years of doing this show, I don't think I've ever done something like this. We recently bought a new SUV, a, uh, kind of a new used SUV at Groove Toyota. And in the midst of buying it, it got hailed on, right? Literally, as we were at the desk signing or whatever, it got hailed on. And, and they, even though they probably should have just said, you, you bought it as is, too bad, they honored it and fixed it and fixed all the hail damage uh, with no cost to us. So I thought, you know what? I should just compliment them on the radio since I have a microphone. So thanks to Groove Toyota here in Denver. Really appreciative of the fact that they had integrity in that area. Um, also, wanted to just give a little lesson today. This is one that has applied in my life. You know, I work really, really hard to love every mom because I, I feel like there are a ton of moms out there who are working day and night to love their children well, to raise them well, to teach them well, to encourage them, and many times to instill a faith in them. 
And I, I just want to come alongside them to encourage them because I feel like our society forgets about mothering being one of the most important jobs on the planet. So that's why we're here. I also work very hard to bring in folks who are not necessarily uh, of the Christian faith. We happen to be on Christian radio. I happen to love Jesus and follow him. But but I want to love every man, mom, no matter where she's at when it comes to her faith walk. Uh, today's lesson is, is a little bit uh, drawn from the Bible, but I think it could apply to anybody. I was reading through a scripture the other day and and came upon uh, lessons about gratitude. And what I realized in, in reading a number of different verses about gratitude, and I want this to help you today. If you're struggling, I know you've heard it before, you know, even Oprah talks about practice thankfulness. Just think of a list of things to thank God for and be, just be thankful and it'll help your life. And it'll give, make you smile and so on. And, and yes, that's absolutely true. But, but I want to show you some specific things that follow from gratitude. And as I was reading through the Bible, what I realized was if you just thank God, if you just stop in your place, no matter how bad your day is, and just say, God, I'm going to thank you for this thing. I'm going to thank you for this feeling or this uh, relative or this child or this spouse or this home or whatever it is. Just thank, thank, thank. Gratitude precedes two things, provision and peace. You can check it out yourself before uh, Jesus uh, turned the uh, fish and bread, loaves of bread into much more than was given to him. He thanked God first. And, and so I just want to remind you, if you're having a bad day or if you just don't know how you're going to be provided for or if you're short uh, on funds or on joy or on peace, thank God first. Just stop in your car wherever you are and say, I'm just going to practice a little gratitude. And, and I truly believe that that precedes provision and peace. It's worked for me in the last couple of days, so I hope it works for you. Okay, I'm going to bring Aaron on in just a second. But first, my new favorite song. Love this song. Uh, and we're trying to get these guys on the show. I've been talking to one of their agents, and I think I'm going to bring them on the show and talk to them about their family situation and, and their parents and, and how they got into the music business. Uh, they're beloved. They, they happen to be played both on secular and Christian radio. It's Need to Breathe. It's their fabulous new song, Multiplied. And then after that, we'll bring on our single mom blogger. Your love is like radiant diamonds bursting inside us. We cannot contain your love, will surely come find us like blazing wildfire. Singing your name, God of mercy, love of mine. I have surrendered to your design. Made this offering stretch. Love it. It's on their newly released album. It's ugh, 
Does, don't you like it, Jorge? Yeah. I, we'll ask Erin if she likes it, too. Hey, we really do hope that uh, we can provide some encouragement for you today. Uh, if you're a single mom or single dad and you want to call in and just chat with Erin about something that you're facing and see if she's got some advice for you, uh, I know I alerted some of my friends that they could call in who are single parents. 303-477-2473. Feel free to call. In the meantime, we're just about to bring on Erin. Let's let you know who sponsors this segment on your behalf. As a mom of two daughters, I know firsthand how crazy life can be when you're trying to juggle the responsibilities of working and raising small children. Making healthy food choices, along with healthy skincare and bath products, can be overwhelming. That's why I wanted to start a healthy skincare company for moms like you and me. At Lemongrass Spa Products, we specialize in natural and organic products that smell fabulous and work wonders on your skin. I started the company in my basement in rural Colorado, and through the years, we've provided non-toxic products to thousands of single and married moms. Our customers appreciate our commitment to offering luscious shampoo, soap, makeup, and baby care products with a gentle touch. Visit LemongrassSpa.com. And now enjoy Channel Mom's Single Mom Blogger, brought to you by LemongrassSpa.com. Yay, Lemongrass. Welcome, my girlfriend, Erin. How are you today? I'm doing fabulous today. Yes, and you're in Colorado, and I was really hoping to see you, but you're being much too busy as a single mom and a working woman. <laughs> That's right, and so many people to try to see while I'm here. I know, so. and, I, and I just don't rate. <laughs> well, you do rate, but it's uh, it's the drive time. That I know, rate. I know. I'm just I'm just giving just joshing you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So today, you and I discussed that you're gonna g- give some single parenting tips that that have really worked for you. You you've been a single parent for quite a long time now, and and you've talked a lot about dating and what it's like to be out there and and what it's like when your son uh comes up against you when you're you're making a decision for something like a move and he's like, what about me? And and you've had a lot of great advice in all those arenas but today we said you know what let's just talk about parenting and you can certainly bring in transition so so I want to um, have you remind folks a little bit about your story before we launch into your tips for uh, today and Wednesday's show so so could you just remind people of your story and I do want to mention we always like to to recommend one lemongrass product since they sponsor you I'm loving their mascara. Uh, uh, people who are hypo, you know, have allergies and they need hypoallergenic stuff. This particular mascara does not is not soy based. So I've had people tell me that they just have zero allergic reaction, and it's really wonderful, lush mascara from Lemongrass. So you'll have to try that, Erin. I will. I'll okay. try it. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So remind p- folks of your single parenting story, uh, so they can see where they fit in and and how they can identify with you. Just you know, start from the beginning. Okay. So I got married um, in 2001 and had my son Jackson in 2003, <clears throat> and we had kind of a rocky marriage, and um, it ended after we've been married for about six and a half years. My ex-husband, just he, he didn't want to continue on in the marriage, and um, I was really devastated because I, I felt like I really wanted us to work out, and I didn't want our family to break apart. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't what I wanted. Um, but then, you know, sometimes you don't get what you want. Yeah. And so I've been a single mom now for six and a half years, and it's just me and my one son, Jackson. And um, my ex-husband hasn't always been 
um, close by. He's moved around a lot, and I now live in Texas, and he now lives here in Colorado. And so um, we are really far apart, which means that we don't have the regular, you know, every other weekend, a couple nights a week sort of schedule. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big challenge. Yeah. Definitely. I mean... When we come back from the break, I want you to launch into your first parenting tip, but I also want you to answer a question for moms and dads out there. I'm wondering, because I have so many friends who are in your situation where they did not initiate the divorce, Mm -hmm. um, nor did they want it. And, And many of them are Christians. And so they felt like it wasn't what God wanted. And yet it went forward anyway. Uh, the divorce went forward anywhere. And I want to have you answer when you come back from the break about whether or not that reduces your guilt and or your shame if you weren't the initiator and if it's really something you did not want. So can you answer that when we come back from the break, Erin? Yeah, sure. All right. We'll be right back with our wonderful, talented, full of great advice, single mom blogger, Erin Sherba. When we return with Channel Mom. Hi, this is Jenny, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids, so she understands that when you buy a home, you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication Hello. to companionship, from fun Whee! to love, from passion Mwah. and purpose to good old intimacy. <gasps> what are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit marydashwell.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Remind me who I am. Blessed by God. And our gratitude goes out to our sponsors, by the way. Uh, they pay the bills. We could not be on the air to help moms if they did not support us. And I hope you'll consider them when you're making purchases or deciding where to go for marital help and things like that. Very grateful to them. And if you'd like to be a sponsor, please get a hold of us at channelmom at gmail. Okay, back with our friend Erin Sherba. And uh, I asked her before the break if being the one that did not initiate the divorce and who even worked to prevent the divorce, which she did, and I think you've admitted, Erin, that, that by the end you thought, I'm resigned to this. I, I, I don't, I'm not even going to fight for it anymore. Is that true? Had, um, I, I sought outside help, and that this person who kind of counseled me through it helped me to see that I needed to think less in terms of divorce is bad and marriage is good, yeah. and more in terms of what, how am I, what needs to happen in order for me to stay or feel safe staying in this marriage. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of that helped me a lot to yeah. to then be. I was making decisions for myself instead of just feeling like. 
no, don't let's not get a divorce. That's actually not that helpful. Just to right, because you were just in the victim position, um, yeah. and and they brought you out of the victim position. So yeah. so tell me, because I I do have a number of friends who've <laughs> approached me and said. Um, that they were not the ones who made the decision. They did not want the divorce. They thought it was not what God wanted. Um, and by the way, Erin, we do have a caller for you today, so we're going to let okay. her, her weigh in. But um, w- did you have less guilt and shame because you were not the one that wanted it? Um, well, I, ca- I can't say for sure, but I can say that um, I, what I know, what I was able to walk away from the whole process and, you know, the end of a marriage with was, was knowing that I had put all of my everything into saving my marriage and that in the end, it was a decision that my, my husband was making and I didn't carry any shame from, from being, um, divorced. I Good. just, I, I knew by then that it was n- not a black and white issue. That God's um, desire is for a deep and abiding relationship with me, yeah. and it, it's not just about staying married or getting divorced. So you didn't get wrecked by shame. I mean, that's awesome. Mm-mm. That is awesome. Um, we do have a caller on the line. Her name is Vivian, and I'm so thrilled that she called in to ask you a question today. Welcome to Channel Mom, Vivian. Well, hi, Judy. <laughs> Hello, Erin. Hi, Vivian. Okay, so I know you've got a question, Viv. Can you just you just go for it and tell Viv, or to, I'm sorry, tell Aaron what your question is? Well, um, I read some of your blogs, and um, sometimes you were saying that you felt um, overwhelmed as a single mom, and that you were reaching out to other people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for, after reading that, I really like that. But sometimes I feel like I'm reaching out too much, and that I'm always the needy one. Mm-hmm. Which makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can totally relate to that. I have felt that so much. But what what I've come to recognize is that our Heavenly Father recognizes our neediness. And in fact, it's when we admit our own neediness and we reach out for help that we're really in the position that we're supposed to be in um, <clears throat> because it makes us vulnerable. It, it, it opens us up um, to help. I, I do think that, and I shared this, maybe, I don't know how long ago it was, but I shared that you don't want to be that person who's always just, you know, asking for help and you're feeling like, oh, my gosh, you know, my friends are never going to, they don't want to be around me anymore because I'm just that needy friend. Um, and it sounds like you're probably not abusing your relationships. You're just feeling like, man, I have to ask for help too much. Is that right? What about that, Viv? Yeah, just sometimes I feel like that. I just like, oh, I got to get a babysitter again, you know, because he is 13, so everybody says, well, you don't need a babysitter, but you do. You can't leave. I I work um, sometimes when, and I like to have him watched over. Yeah. Um, you know, I've come home, he's got things burned in his room. <laughs> yeah, and the candles, and yeah. Yeah, and you can't be having that going on when you're not around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be watching it. And, and I totally understand. I, I can't imagine, because because as a woman on her own, 
I can't imagine how needy you must feel for, for safety, for security, for provision, for, for, for physical labor, for all of that. But so, so Aaron, what would you say to Viv about, first of all, not feeling bad, not feeling bad about it, but also structuring mm-hmm. h- how you ask and how you don't ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that you have to realize that the truth is you are needier probably than some of your friends. Not, not as a bad thing. Our culture tells us that being needy is bad. That's, that's like an American thing. That's not the rest of the world. Being needy is just a fact of life. So if you have greater needs right now than a lot of your friends or your family, that's okay. That's just, that just is the way that it is right now. So first of all, I think you just need to, to realize that. Like I'm in a position that not everybody's in, and so I have more needs than maybe some other people do. And then I think um, – that it, it's really important to be honest with your family and your friends about that. And maybe instead of trying to figure out how to not seem so needy to them, maybe just be honest with them and say, I'm feeling like I'm a burden to you guys. I'm feeling like I have to ask too much. Like, is it? tell me how you feel about that. Is it too much for you? Am I asking too much? And just open up the conversation. And my, my gut feeling is that maybe some people are like, yeah, you're too needy for me. And that's the truth. I, I have been too needy for some people. And so those friendships have not continued on, and that's okay. But you're going to have some friends and family who are, who are going to say, no, we recognize that you have needs, and we want to support you. But you don't know that until you bring it up. How about that, Viv? What do you, what do you think that's of that? That's awesome. That's awesome advice. It is. It's kind of almost like there's a season for everything, too. So maybe the yeah. neediness cycles around. Yeah. It does. Neediness goes around. I'll tell you what. And that's kind of what I notice now is that um, I'm now in a position where, you know, my son is in school during the day. He's spending the summer away from home. I have a really good job. And now I'm like on high alert for other people with needs because I want to be able to provide and help the way that people have provided for me. Yeah. And Vivian, I want to remind you something. And, and, and I'm somebody... I happen to know Vivian, and so and so I'm feeling called today to say, hold on, don't feel bad about asking me for help. But, uh-huh. but uh, the other thing that I want you to keep in mind, Vivian, is that God says it's better to give than receive. So you're actually putting people in a position, and I and I know you don't want to abuse it, but 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 where they will be blessed by giving to you. So, so remember that God may want people to help you. Does does that make sense? It does. It, it does. really does. It does. You you and your your precious son and. Yeah, God bless you. I, I hope that was a help to you today, Viv. Yes, thank you, guys. Thank so, you so much. Oh, thanks for calling in to Channel Mom. We so appreciate it. Have a blessed day, Vivian. You too. Okay, Love bye-bye. Bye. Okay, I, I, uh, I'm so glad she called because she happens mm-hmm. to be, I have a, a slew of single mom friends and, and I urge them to call in and uh, I'm so glad that Vivian called because what a great question. I got to believe there are millions of moms who feel that way, yes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we don't want to be a burden. We don't want to be that. We want to be just your, one of your normal friends. Yeah. We don't want to be the needy friend. Right, right. Yeah. Just want to share and share a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm so That was fabulous advice. It really was. It was straight yeah. from, from the mouth of God, I believe. But let, let's. we've got about four minutes left in today's show, but I want to remind people you're going to be back on Wednesday's show. Can you uh, give us a nibble on your first single parenting tip, Erin? Yeah. <clears throat> well, my first tip is, to seek outside help, actually, strangely enough. Yep. To seek outside help because, you know, when you're trying to 
help your child through the transition of divorce, um, they're going to need, your child is going to be very protective of you. They're going to be protective of the other parent and of you, and they internalize everything. They feel, they think things are their fault when they're not. That's very true. That's not something made up. They absolutely think that divorce is their fault. And so I think it's really important to seek outside help, whether that's a therapist or a pastor or a coach or just, you know, a close friend who can invest in that child's life and take maybe an hour every other week or so to just go, hang out, let the kid, you know, talk if they need to talk or be active if they just need to be active or hang out, whatever. Just give them some space to have a chance to to express their feelings That's to someone who's not one of their parents. Yeah. So, so the point is, moving beyond uh, Vivian's uh, uh, concern that, that you're yeah. a burden to people, but, but to really, and, and, and we're not even just talking about friends here, we're talking about professionals. And so you're saying, sit down, figure out a way financially, and, and often people will work on sliding scales for you if you're a single uh-huh. parent, uh-huh. to seek out somebody that that child can talk to and vent to so they don't carry the, the blame. Because isn't it true that something like 90% of kids blame themselves for the divorce? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt if it's higher than that. Even yeah. at some point, they they wonder, "Is it my fault?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying find a pastor, find a youth counselor, uh, and it could even be a next door neighbor that you're not paying, but 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 a respected older gentleman. And, mm-hmm. and if you're and if you're a Christian, you probably want to find somebody that's going to give them godly advice and, and scriptural advice. But 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 sit down and don't delay any longer at getting that person in your child's life. Is that what you're saying? That's absolutely right. It is essential. Have you done it for Jackson? Did it make a difference? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jackson has been, he has seen a counselor um, since the divorce. It's been a couple of different counselors, and it is, and there's tons of really great resources in Denver. In fact, Denver Seminary has, um, you know, a practice with their master's um, in counseling students, and it's like $25 a visit. Wow. That's awesome. That's good to know through the Denver Seminary. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Aaron, as usual, you're full of fabulous, realistic advice. God bless you for that. Where you're going to come back with us on Wednesday, right? I'll be back. All right, sweetheart. Please stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom. We'll give you a little glimpse of what's coming up for Wednesday's show and uh, for the rest of the week. When we return right here with Channel Mom. These days, couples will work for just about anything from communication Hello. to companionship, from fun Whee! to love, from passion <laughs> and purpose. The good old intimacy. <gasps> what are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialized in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child 
during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I do hope that the single parenting advice today was a blessing to some folks out there. And please tune in again on Wednesday because Aaron's going to follow it up with one or two more tips that I think will be really helpful to you. In the meantime, if you're sitting there today, driving there today, running there today, whatever you're doing, uh, please know that uh, I'm grateful for all the parents and all the mothers who are really working very hard to raise their children well, to contribute to our world in very good ways, uh, and, and also raising them to know God. Thank you for that. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.